Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. Oh my lord, have mercy. I'm just looking at... <laughs> I'll figure it out on the fly. It is Thursday, uh, March the 30th, 2023. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. Let me just quickly pop in here. Where is that? There it is. Let's just... Let's just bring this bitch. Maybe somewhere around there. That, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's better. I was, somebody was saying on, on Twitter that our audio levels for the last couple of weeks have been low. And I was looking, I was looking at uh, an OBS course during the intro. We got the music playing. I know exactly how loud things are going out of the mixer uh and or the audio interface and and it's uh, it's literally connected to a second audio interface via optical cable and all the levels are zeroed so i i'm i was and nothing has changed in months and so uh i was like well shit i i can't imagine why the hell it would be quiet doesn't make a lot of sense uh there's there's no analog signal to be turned down it's all just fucking digital from one end to the other I looked at uh, the the OBS levels and and sure shit is fuck coming in kind of quiet. Um, I still can't quite figure out why that's happening. I've um I'm in the midst of of uh, trying to find the the happy place right now. So if you hear the levels just fucking bounce all over the place, so I don't know if it's like I don't know if it's like OBS. We'll survive, Adam. Some let's, shit. Not drag, let's not drag this shit on, because nobody gives a fuck about the audio. Let's whatever. just run it. Let's just run it. Okay, Jeff, how was your goddamn week, Jeffrey Johnston? It's, it's Same been week, week as last week? Good. That's so it. was mine. Video game news. More mature comic book shit is happening this time with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I know you like the turtle power, and we got some more turtle power, this time coming in the form of The Last Ronin. It has a AAA action RPG in development as announced by Paramount. Apparently, they're targeting God of War, which is a bold move, and it's set in a future where only one of the turtles survive. I wonder which one it is. I bet you it's not the one with the fucking pole arm. The developer, to the best of my knowledge, has not been announced yet. What do you think about turtles, Mr. Black? Wow. I love turtles. Woo! The video game world is about to lose a real one, Mr. Black, and this one's far more important piece of information than the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, because as far as I'm concerned, Paramount's involved doing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, they're telling me it's supposed to be God of War. It's gonna probably be ass. And so I'm way more concerned about this piece of news, Mr. Black. The video game world is about to lose a real one. Layers of Fear, did you play Layers of Fear on stream? Is that one of the horror games you played? I did play it. I did. So there is a one and a two for Layers of Fear. Uh, I don't know which one of the two this uh, this uh, was in, this event was in. I can't personally remember. Uh, but to the best of my knowledge, I think it was Layers of Fear 1. Regardless, they have the, uh, the remake coming, which if I'm not mistaken, maybe I am. They're combining Layers of Fear 1 and Layers of Fear 2 into a single package redone in Unreal Engine 5. Uh, I believe, because everything is getting redone in Unreal Engine 5. Pretty soon, Unreal Engine 5 is going to be redone in Unreal Engine 5. But, nevertheless, there was a moment most memed 
about online for Layers of Fear. And there was a certain scene in the game, I don't know, maybe you'll remember this scene, I don't know if it will spark your memory, but you're walking down a corridor in, uh, in, in the home, of course, and which is kind of nondescript, everything's a fucking corridor in Layers of Fear, but nevertheless, you're walking down uh, this corridor in Layers of Fear, and if you, once you, it's, it's, a, it's an event triggered in the game based on your position. And so once you cross this threshold in the game, arbitrarily in the game, it goes, all right, it's time to play the fucking clip. Roll the clip. What's the clip? Well, it's a ghost baby fucking running Mach 4 right out of the side of another hallway that enters yours. And it just keeps going until it runs its ass right into a fucking wall and domes itself. Mm. Everyone thought that was hilarious as shit. And what's even funnier is if you just keep kind of like chilling in that zone where it triggers that event, you can perpetually watch a child dome itself off the side of a wall over and over and over again, which admittedly is not particularly terrifying. It's kind of fucking hilarious. It's great comedy. And uh, many, many videos were done to uh, in order to, uh, uh, you know, enjoy the meme. Now, in the remake, everyone was like, well, shit, now we got Unreal Engine 5 quality of baby running into wall this is going to be the next level shit 4k memes in unreal engine 5 coming hot and ready no because we're not allowed to have nice things and we're not allowed to have fun the developer came out and said sorry guys but as it turns out we decided inside here at the studio that we don't like fun and uh, this doesn't line up with the tone of layers of fear that we're going for it's a horror game and admittedly it was kind of funny to watch a child run its head off a fucking wall over and over again and so what we've decided is we're gonna have to pull the plug on that and if you want to experience that in all of its original meme glory you're gonna have to go back and play the fucking original and so boo i say boo sir for removing such a gem from your game Maybe you should just program it right the first goddamn time, not had it be repeatable over and over and over again. Just patch that shit if you didn't think it was funny the first time. They don't Personally. want to be canceled, man. That's what they don't want. They need to leave that shit in there, bro. Like, half the reason anyone even talks about Layers of Fear anymore is because the baby ran into a fucking wall. Like, nobody playing Layers of Fear going, Oh, it's scary! I mean, if you, I mean, maybe there are some. I shouldn't say that. Some people are bitches out there playing games, freaking shitting themselves dry. And it's like the most friggin', like plain bullshit it's not even fucking telling it's the same fucking like horror cues for the last 20 years in video games and people are still out here fucking losing their mind it's just (laughs) shit just friggin insane to me uh but nevertheless there you go pour one out for the baby uh because the baby's not making a return so uh rip to the child uh i'm not sure who is still going to be showing up at e3 at this point mr black the list wasn't long to begin with to be fair it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, the burgeoning list of the past, a who's who of the industry, if you will. Uh, now it's a, now it's a who's not. Mm. Because another company is pulling out of E3. Oh, they gone. No, nobody wants a baby with this bitch. E3 is gonzo as far as I'm concerned at this point. Not even Ubisoft wants to put their hands on this thing. Ubisoft came out this week and said, you know what? Nah. We're going to do our own event, Blackjack and Hookers, just like Microsoft and just like Sony and just like Nintendo and just like fucking everyone else for years now. We're going to do our own, and it's going to conveniently happen during E3. Mm. It's also going to conveniently happen in Los Angeles, across the street, in a different building. (laughs) All right. 
Because fuck you, that's why. And so, uh, I don't know why they're... I guess they just don't want to... I don't know if they don't want to be associated with E3, or they don't want to have to, like, put up with whatever constraints... I don't even know what the constraints would be, or the, or maybe the E3 is trying to charge too much money for them to come in and and be a part of the of the deal. I know that was a thing for a while for um, smaller developers. E3, <clears throat> you know, everyone was trying to get into E3, and and some of the smaller developers were like, "God damn!" I was like, "I know, you know, I know it's E3, but they asked me to remortgage my home. I'm a small developer. I don't have a home. I'm still living in my mom's basement. What the fuck are you asking me for? I don't have this money." And so E3 was kind of already hurting in that regard. A lot of a lot of money being asked for up front, and so maybe that's a little bit of it. Uh, but at this point, I don't. I mean, we talked about it before. I don't know who who still puts it out there. Like, hey guys, maybe this is our year. This is E3 2023. It's even got a three in it. Surely mm. this is the moment that we can come back. And take the world by storm. And reclaim what Jeff Keighley has so righteously taken away from us in the last few years. He had that one indie dev that made those two kind of comfortable, nice, cozy games that said the fuck word on live on live video. And ever since then, we've never been able to get all these people back. We gotta prove that we can also bring people in to curse on live cameras and, and display this around the world. We can do it too. Because we're E3, but we're going to charge everyone a bunch of money so they don't want to be involved. And now here they are. And so Ubisoft, on the 12th of June, is going to be doing their own thing uh, away from Ubermolds. I think this might also be part of the problem, is that when you were, you know, if you were at E3 and you were slotted in, if you'll remember this, there were days where you'd have like five, four or five events in one day. You'd have, you know, and sometimes you'd have two of the big events in the same day. If you go back far enough, sometimes I believe you'd even have like a Sony and a Microsoft in a single afternoon. It was just bam, bam, one after the other. And I think some of them now, they don't want to have to do that. They don't want to be the one that goes first. They don't want to be the one that goes last. They want to be the one that has their own day across the street in the same fucking building or whatever the fuck, and their own blackjack and hookers, so that everyone can just focus on FIFA. Or whatever Microsoft's making right now. Nobody fucking knows. Because every time we think there's a game, it disappears. Uh, And so I think that's probably part of it as well. Is they just want space to breathe. They don't want to be like another thing in a list of like a 13 hour long day. Where all the games journalists are living off of fucking cocaine and dreams, trying to survive the entire afternoon of feverishly fucking typing out everything, although this year might be different. They might record it and have an AI just fucking type the whole goddamn thing up for them while they're sitting there. It's possible. They could do it now. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see just what E3 is left or what skeleton is left. I'm morbidly curious. I'm wondering how many people are still going to like have a thing at E3 and what kind of a show they're still going to be able to put on by the time E3 actually gets, you know, arrives. Uh, but uh, as it stands right now, between Jeff Keighley's event and then all of these companies just being like, nah, I'm good. I ain't looking good. <laughs> they should probably it just call it like, good. I don't know if it's E3 anymore. They should probably just go with just, like two E's. Just knock an E off of that. Just, it's, it's Just three. It's E. It's E two. Well, it's or it's, just E. It's, it's three. It signifies <laughs> how many 
developers are going to be at their <laughs> conference. Three. Three. It's no longer the entertain. What is it, the Electronics Entertainment Expo? It's just three. They might not even be electronic. They might just have like anyone they get their hands on now. Lizzo, show up, do a fucking set real quick, and pounce. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, where am I here? I know it's always what I hope for, Mr. Black. I don't know about you, but uh, I, I always thought that this was the way that I would like Final Fantasy VII's 25th anniversary. You know, I, I had such hopes that this would be what would happen, and here we are. It's going to mm. happen. So excited. I can't wait to spend all my money. I can't wait to fill my home full of important things that actually mean something for a game that define an entire generation or two on its 25th anniversary. And so mm. thank God Square Enix is on the same page. And for Final Fantasy VII's 25th anniversary, I am so thrilled to announce that Square Enix is celebrating the big year by releasing collectible trading cards and NFTs. Woo! Let's go! Can't wait to get my NFTs on my Polygon fucking wallet! Can't wait for my Tifa! My Tifa has double Ds! So what does yours have? Mmm. You just got the C cups? You got the Cs, man! You got the C <laughs> cup! You gotta step it up! And get them triangular Ds going! Mmm! Mm, those cone-shaped Ds. The Laura Croft special. Mm. Bro, that, I got, I, that ain't it. That ain't it. It's 25th that anniversary of arguably, th- arguably, only second to the original Final Fantasy, which saved the company to begin with, Square. Yep, yep. Second only to that is pr- like would be Final Fantasy VII. And you do it dirty with some trading cards and NFTs, which are all ironically. What else are they going to do at this point? They've already remade the game, remade it again. They're remaking it. it. Let's not jump the shark here. They haven't finished it yet. They're only on part two. And it ain't even out until the end of the year. That's right. That's right. They're not done. (laughs) Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. they've, They've already melted this fucking thing. There ain't nothing left to it. All right. The only only way they can go now is NFTs. I will not be following on the, on the, on the, on this venture. There's okay. got to be something else other than NFTs. I mean, nah. you put out like a statue. You could put out like the, the physical trading cards. Like okay, okay, I guess. Right? You could do a you could do a a like a a collector's edition re-release of the original just for fun, like a limited Here's run. The thing. You know what? You know what else they could do? Nothing. They could just <laughs> put out. Thank you for 25 years of support. We're so excited to release the next chapter of Final Fantasy VII that we're milking for the next decade. Thank you so much. We love you guys. That's it. Yeah, sure. I mean, they could have done that. That's that, And that would still be better than NFTs. Yes. That's still yes. a better option by miles. Yes. By miles. You know, Square Enix. <laughs> I'm still weirded out by the fact that they are going to release Final Fantasy 16 in the same year, within like three months. Yes. Of Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2, whatever the fuck yes. they're calling it, Electric Boogaloo. I, 
I am so confused. I don't know how, like... Yep. Now I know. Why? But... Because sure. how long of a time span is going to be t- between these two games and, let's say, Final Fantasy Seventeen or Years. Final Fantasy Seven Remake Part 3? Years. <laughs> just... Just, yeah, it could, be, it could be like nine months, six, same calendar year within a quarter. Seems like maybe a bit of a bad idea. I just, just throwing that out there. Uh, where am I now? Oh, more PlayStation news. Well, PlayStation, Mr. Black, despite all of their whining, they just can't stop crushing it. Uh, we're about to see them have the biggest single march in console sale history. Not even just for Sony, but for any console ever, all time, well, biggest the month. Reason, the reason is, is because they've finally decided to flood the market with PS5s. I just, I think maybe two weeks ago. Uh, I made the joke that I couldn't go and find a PlayStation 5 if I went to fucking 15 different places or whatever. (laughs) Dude, I've been seeing posts from many places locally that finally got PlayStation 5s, like God of War Mm. packages or whatever. So it seems as though they must have had just a massive push for consoles, and the ones that couldn't get them are all running out to finally buy them. It's just probably why they had such a good month i mean that's still impressive by one way or the other uh yeah. regardless of the mechanisms to best you know to best a ps2 or or even a ps4 because ps4 was fucking huge uh or any of the nintendo consoles in a single month is pretty insane especially when you consider how expensive a ps5 is so uh yeah uh, good work sony you're going to be okay it's okay now You'll be all you right. can breathe. You'll survive. You'll survive. <laughs> you'll survive. Uh, you'll survive. I'll jump down the list just to like append that a bit here. Uh, let's see here. Where was it? Uh... <laughs> oh, where the fuck? Ah, uh, following the UK's regulatory body admitting that they believe Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard wouldn't negatively affect the market. It just took them a while to get there and admit that. They were saying the opposite forever. And then they were like, finally, they were like, all right, fine. We saw the data. We can't, we can, we literally can't say anything else because nothing points in that direction. Fine. It's not going to fucking change anything. Fine. Well, Japan's regulatory body, which was, of course, originally backing strongly Sony, which makes sense. Japan always backs strongly Japanese companies, which in fairness, they probably should. They came out not long after and said, yeah, all right, fuck it. Yeah, Microsoft buying this shit ain't going to fucking do anything. It's okay. Go right ahead. And so with that out of the way, the two major, you know, EU and Japan, looking like we're going to have this bad boy go through. Uh, And so it might not have been on the timetable that Microsoft was originally hoping. I think they were actually targeting the end of March to have already had this wrapped up. This is pushing it out a little bit, but I suspect now having those two, uh, having those two bodies come out and be like, yeah, okay, fine. We should probably be seeing it finalize in the not too distant future. 
uh, and then we'll see how it all pans out. Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> Sony Sony didn't do themselves any favors if they were if they were you know if they were hoping to uh, to to uh, uh, let's say not not stir up the ire of the company that was almost inevitably going to own the property that made them a fair amount of money in Call of Duty. They definitely fucking burnt whatever toothpick-ass bridge was there. Like, well, I'm not saying this shit was a strong bridge. It was held together by hopes and dreams. But boy, did they ever fucking torch that shit from orbit. Nuke it. It's gone. And so I suspect that uh, Microsoft, if they can get away with it, whatever timeline they had in mind, 10 years, whatever the fuck, for Sony specifically... Um, they're going to find other ways to, to, you know, the the knife is in to twist the knife, so to speak. I think they're going to find other ways. They're going to do what Sony did to them. Like, oh, timed exclusives on content. Six months, Xbox. Yep. Can only be found there. Call of Duty. Zombies mode. Exclusive, Xbox. First three, four months at a time. Yep. Shit like that. Like, it's still, Call of Duty's still on the PlayStation. But you want to get in on that fucking zombies action with your friends a little bit earlier? Buy an Xbox. You're going to go buy an Xbox now. And they will. <laughs> They'll go buy an Xbox. They can't afford it, but they need to play Call of Duty. They will. <laughs> they just get off work. They just want to get high, eat pizza, <laughs> drink Mountain Dew, and play Call of Duty and yell at people on the internet. It's true. So that's what they're going to do. They're going to go right for it. Or PC, that's true. Or PC. You know, because Microsoft... That will be interesting. Will Microsoft use this as a way to push the Xbox no. console specifically? Or will they Will they just be like, I don't care how I get the money as long as it's underneath the Microsoft store in some way, shape, or form? Well, I mean, I think, I think that's fair. But I think... I don't think you're going to see, like, timed exclusives for PC and shit like that. Like, that's not going to happen. Mm. But... You, if you're going to get a timed exclusive, you're going to get it on console and PC at the same time. You're not going to see. That's what them. I mean. Oh, no, I don't yeah, mean. Yeah, I don't yeah. mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, there, there's no way in fuck they're going to. Yeah. Dude, they want to sell be consoles, just PC. Man. Yeah. They want to yeah. sell fucking consoles. They don't need to sell PCs. The PCs are already out there. They want to sell consoles. And you know what's and the great? The vast majority of people play it on consoles. So. Yep. It's a great time to do this, too, because the, the PC market, if I'm going to be honest, is complete fucking dog shit. It's, it's bad. Right it's bad. Yeah, it's, the, bad. it's really unfortunate because most of the parts to build a PC right now are actually priced really well for the power that they provide. So you could go out and get yourself a motherboard and your RAM and your memory, your, uh, your storage and all that shit and, and not spend an enormous amount of money for the performance that you're getting. Like, let's say you wanted to go out and match a PS5 or an Xbox Series X. It's going to be very hard to get anywhere near the price that those guys have done it for, obviously. This is a rare instance in which the consoles came out swinging fucking hard for performance per dollar. However, if you wanted to, let's say, do just a little bit better, and then you were evaluating on a performance per dollar, PC parts are in a phenomenal place, except the most integral part of the whole fucking thing, and that's the graphics card. The graphics cards are like the diamonds of the PC market right now. That shit shouldn't be as expensive as it is, but there's only two manufacturers, and they're hoarding all that shit and releasing that shit at such a cadence that it keeps the prices insanely high, and the performance hasn't really 
tracked with the price. And so typically before, you know, you go in between the two and it's like, oh, this is a 30% performance bump. And it's, a, it's like, let's say the difference between that generation and the last generation of cards at launch, 50 bucks here, maybe 100 bucks. Okay, now it's like 400 <laughs> So you go from a card that was like 600 bucks, now it's a grand. Uh, and, and, the perform- and the performance isn't great. But then what, you know what makes it worse, though? And I don't know if you've seen any of these memes pop up in your timeline in the last couple of days. But The Last of Us is you know, ported to PC, for example. And it is broken as fuck. Insanely broken. Because right now, and in the last few years, devs and publishers have been pushing, as Mr. Black was pointing out, consoles, just like for Call of Duty, you know, it's the, where the majority of their player base is, on consoles. And not on PC anymore, because there's been a, a period of time now where people have just been so fucking unable to buy anything that they've been going out and buying consoles instead. And so what that's perpetuated is this series of releases on PC of console games, and they're console games that have been ported to PC, and they're ass for weeks to months at a time after release compared to their console counterparts. Just fucking dog shit in comparison. And so people are going out and going, oh, well, I just spent all this money on this computer, and I want to just go ahead and buy, you know, this game and play it without any issues, but it's the PC. I got to fight with a million drivers, I got to go through all these hoops, and I'm not getting that much better performance than the consoles, because they've tuned this shit so much for a fucking console that they don't have the, the PC port really for PC. It's just, they're just not. You might have the muscle, like the computer's there, ready, but the game ain't ready for it. The game is, the game is the bottleneck. And so it's just not worth it. And so and now that we've gotten to that point, so many games come out that just aren't there, you might just as well buy a fucking console. Because otherwise, like, your two upgrade paths are console or 4090. Everything, like, you're buying any other card right now, if you've got a, a 1080, you're still probably good. Just park it there. You got a 2060 Ti? Park it there. You fuck got a 2080, 27? Definitely park it there. Otherwise, you literally minus... You're like the only upgrade path that makes any sense for the majority of people, especially if you're just trying to match console experience, is literally jumping straight to a 4090. And it will be for about three games that have the ability to take advantage of a GTX 4090. And that's it. And you're spending like three grand on that one card. So don't do it. Just buy a console for now. Maybe the PC era will come back around, but it ain't right now. I can tell you that much. It is definitely not right now. Go out and buy a console. And as Mr. Black said, you can just do you can do that now. PS5. In stores, on shelves, even. Physically, you can pick them up and take them to the cash register and pay for them. Same day. Mythical, but it happens now. Uh, and now, do I, uh, do I skip that around? Oh, oh, speaking of having a good month, we were just talking about Sony having a good month with the PlayStation. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake, which I believe Mr. Black played a little bit of this last week. Yep. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake has had a phenomenal first 72 hours. Selling 3 million copies. Wow. That's big numbers. For the first 72 hours for a game like that. Mr. Black, what were so, your thoughts? It's so, fuck, it's so fucking expensive, man. I... <laughs> that game cost me like a hundred dollars. No joke, it was a hundred. Was like it ninety three bucks. bucks on Steam? I think it was ninety five. 
Yeah, Steam, like Steam includes the tax now in the dollar amount, so sometimes it's like shock because you're used to seeing seventy nine ninety nine, and then yeah. by the time you get to tax, it's ninety three bucks or whatever. But yeah, it's yeah. probably it's which is a lot of dollars and a lot of cents, Mister Black. Yeah, it's insane. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun, and the good the good thing is for me, uh, I've had two sessions with it now. I'm going to play again tomorrow. Um, I've just been playing like three hours at a time. I don't want to just because the, the games aren't that long. Like no, it it might be ten hour. It might be a ten to twelve hour game depending on like how much like exploring you're really doing. If you want to yeah. get like every you know type of thing. Um, and I've beaten Resident Evil Four in the past. But the nice thing is, it's been so long. The last time I played it, I was in high school. Mm. And uh, I forget the vast majority of the stuff in the game. So it's almost like playing a new game. There are parts that I'm like, oh, okay, I, I remember, you know, what what's going to happen. Or, I, okay, I just vaguely remember this area. Um, but overall, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's one of the better Resident Evil games. Um, Resident Evil 4 is my third favorite Resident Evil of all time so you know what's, and what's it, your hierarchy two three four uh no uh my number one favorite is seven then two oh then right four. forgot seven yeah seven is so good uh ma- mainly because i experienced it in vr and it was just the first <laughs> section of that game like a big chunk of it when you're in the house and it's very uh in, in vr it's just it's immersively the the best thing resident evil's ever done um, very similar to like what that Silent Hill um, test thing that they had, the the demo that they had, it was very similar to that. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's a good game. I'm enjoying it. It, it runs really well. Um, it, it runs well on PC. I'm not having any frame issues. I just max it pretty much to fucking ultra everything, and it it works really really well. Um, and it's fun. I mean that's pretty much all. Yeah, it, it deserves the three million copies sold, and it's and it's a remake that like like when they did Resident Evil Two, it's the same level of quality of the remake, and I'd be hard pressed to find people that are like this is a dog shit remake because it there's just oh, I no haven't way. seen anyone have that take yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's just no way. I think they did less alteration of this one in terms of like the level design and 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 whatnot like two is a pretty heavy-handed mix-up uh of the game i it was really fucking phenomenally well done but it definitely lived up to the title of remake like they did a lot more tooling to that one uh four was more it seemed like they did more of like a quality of life type experience and they didn't they didn't do a lot of like complete and utter decimation of level design or or things of that nature uh, but yeah, it's done very well, making them lots of money. I'm sure they've broken even now in the first three days. Oh, and yeah, so anything sure. they sell after this is just profit. Gravy. Yep. Just gravy on top. Uh, speaking of that, of Silent Hill 2, actually, as it turns out, the Bloober Team CEO's comments from last week, you remember I said that he came out and was like, hey, this shit's ready to go, bro. It's whenever Konami comes down from on high and says, release that motherfucker. As it turns out, that was a poor translation. Uh, they had to come out and, and correct that. <laughs> they come out and correct that this week and they said, you know what? Uh, no. Actually, uh, that was not what I meant when I, when I said that. I just meant that it was technically 
almost done. I don't know what that means either, but what it means is he shouldn't have said what he said last week is what I'm getting out of this. Uh, it was misconstrued, and, and unfortunately, for those who might have been excited about the Silent Hill 2 remake, you're going to have to be excited for a little bit uh, while, you know, a little, a little longer uh, before getting your hands on it, because there is no definitive date here, uh, and on top of that, uh, it's not to the level of completeness that was assumed last week, and so they just had to come out and, and correct that uh, that shit, but uh, he probably got a slap on the back of the hand. He's the CEO, so ain't nobody doing that much slapping, but clearly... Spoke a little too soon. Konami was probably like, bro, walk it back. Walk it back a bit. Or it was purposely done. I suppose, maybe. I, it, was like, it was like a, uh, uh, let's just get creates, everyone talk just, about the game yeah. for, for a day or two. Yeah, I suppose yeah, that's possible. a bit of hype. I mean, it yeah. doesn't do any harm. True. <laughs> so, who knows? True. Yeah, we still don't have a date for that, that thing. Uh, I'm actually shocked that we don't have a date for it yet. I'm going to assume October. Long shot on that one. Uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. That's a game that a lot of people are getting excited for. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom had a like a dev demo thing this week. Showed off a bunch of gameplay. I think it was like 10 minutes or, or so of gameplay. Uh, I watched bits, bits and pieces of it and uh, saw everyone's reaction to it. And uh, what I got out of it is it looks like their vehicles in the game that in some way, if not entirely, the player are crafting themselves for various purposes, to solve puzzles or whatever the fuck else, traverse certain areas, etc., etc., whatever you can come up with for why you would build a vehicle in a Legend of Zelda game. Uh, Which my takeaway from that was, everyone shitting on Banjo-Kazooie nuts and bolts back in the day, (laughs) where are you now? Hmm? (laughs) Where are you now? Because now you're getting it in your Legend of Zelda. It's going to happen. Uh, I got to be honest. I wasn't a... I mean, we all know I wasn't the world's biggest Breath of the Wild fan. I thought it was a good game. Uh, for the most part, the the weapon degradation is horrendous. Uh, and the uh, and the way that I describe, you know, the what they had dungeons, I'm going to put in quotation marks... Uh, it was more like, you know, those little puzzles where you're outside the Dollarama and you put your, like, dollar in and it's like a little fucking gotcha ball. And, mm-hmm. like, inside would be, like, one of those little things with the silver balls inside and you're fucking mm-hmm. trying to just... That's basically what The Legend of Zelda uh, was for me for Breath of the Wild, was that. Uh, which was to say, not very Legend of Zelda-y in, in one of the largest parts of what makes the game up. Having a bunch of vehicle shit in The Legend of Zelda, fine. If it's done well, and I'm sure it will be, great. It's just not for me. And I know it's going to be getting a lot of people excited, but what makes me a little bit sad about it is that as somebody that is a fan of the more traditional Legend of Zelda titles, uh, is that I know what if this is popular, then it's going to feel like we're going to have even longer before I get, if ever, a taste of original quality Legend of Zelda dungeons. Actual dungeons with puzzles that aren't fucking gotcha balls and like just real. It's gone. It's over. That era is dead. It's gone. (sighs) Unfortunate. But yeah, that happened. I thought Breath of the Wild was shit, personally. (laughs) But I'm not a Zelda fan. If they called and, it know, anything other than Zelda, I think it raises it, it a bit for me right. because okay, my expectations yeah. are totally different. 
I, I, I mean, to be fair, I wasn't particularly a huge fan of Ocarina of Time, although I played it really late. I, but I'm a massive fan of the Legend of Zelda. Yeah, Link to the Past. Yeah, you know, like that which, is which is the formula of you know the dungeons amazing. are there and yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's top three Super Nintendo game of all time. Oh yeah, it is. It's amazing. So you know, um. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's it's a very successful game. A lot of people love Breath of the Wild. I have friends that are like, you know, my age that are diehard, can't wait for the next game to come out. I get it. I don't try and correct them. It just wasn't for me. It just felt it felt like they were riding the wave of Dark Souls a little bit and wanted to give a little bit of a Dark Soulsy feel to the game, but it just didn't it just didn't work well with the way zelda is i i i don't know it was and and i played it on the switch uh on um i played it on the handheld in the beginning yeah and that shit just ran like ass like fucking oh it doesn't matter what mode you're running it's ass yeah Yeah, I, i put it on the dock mode made it a little bit better made it playable for sure but man the drop frames the i don't it just wasn't it just wasn't it wasn't it for me but I'm not a big fan of Zelda, so... I just... You know what? If you gave me the Breath of the Wild, but but you fucked off with the weapon degradation shit, or at the bare minimum, fucked off with the weapon degradation for the godforsaken Master Sword and Hillian Shield, would be nice. If you, got, so if you got rid of that part, and then you replaced all the gotcha puzzle fucking dungeons with actual honest-to-God yeah. Legend of Way Zelda better. dungeons, yeah. immediately... A thousand yeah. times better. Anyone who tells me that they truly believe the dungeon design decisions that they made in Breath of the Wild outpaces Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, fucking Skyward Sword, Wind Waker, literally any more traditional. I think you're, I think you're out of your goddamn mind. I think you're just saying it because you like the game in general and you don't want to admit that there's a problem with it. But if you really think that holding the fucking thing around, like t- tilting the fucking shit around, the the shitty little like. It felt it felt like it's every bad. it was like a single room or two rooms and it felt like I was playing like a uh like a a, a non portal version of portal where you like walk into a room and it's like okay guys it's we've like got a new mechanic in games. here and it's like a shitty party game that you that you buy on the shovelware on Steam or some shit it's like what the fuck is this and anyway. weapon degradation in games for me is already not my favorite thing but when you make it as egregious as it was in that how fast weapons degraded drove me nuts because it got to the point where i'd have on my map i'd have places pinned whether they were lionels or other hot spots for certain weapons and certain shields that would allow me to know where i had to go after i did like a dungeon or two and my weapons were all dead and I needed to go and, re- and replenish my weapon and shield supply. And so I'd go to the pin locations on the map and have to go through this, like, this rotation of re-upping on all of my supplies. And, and like, which was fun maybe one fucking time at best. I, honestly, I don't even think it was fun the first time. And then after that, it was just a chore. It was just, it was just padding game time i just wanted to have my weapons and when i found out about the master sword actually having energy and then you had to like put that bitch away and wait for a while i just uh fucking checked out i finished the game at that point i had done like i don't know how what the percentage was it was like 
well over uh, half of all the available side dungeons and shit like that, and I was like, this is not it. I'm just... And then when I found out about, like, the real meme, which was the 900 fucking Korok or whatever thing, and you get a golden shit statue at the end, I was like, this is... Are they just seeing if they can spit on players at this point and see if, you know, everyone's gonna be cool with that, or, like, what the fuck is going on here? But, uh, they love it! And so, uh, yay. Uh, Legend of Zelda Nuts and Bolts. Coming, uh, coming soon. Uh, let's see here. We've got... Where did I... I've, I've jumbled everything up from skipping ahead earlier. Uh, EA is laying off 6% of its workforce, Mr. Black. Uh, lots and lots of tech companies, of course, have been laying off workers like crazy in separate waves. We've, you know, we've had Facebook, I think, done two different waves now, for example, or Meta, whatever you want to fucking call them. Um, and so... Amazon... uh, Amazon has all of, all of them. Microsoft, every Google, everyone's been laying off yeah. a lot, tens of thousands of people. Well, look at the uh, market. So it's exactly, it's 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 what just everyone's do? down bad in tech, uh, and so it's it's been a little rough. Y'all, so EA, wanted, y'all wanted to sit at home all fucking day during COVID. Y'all want to sit in your fucking house. That has nothing to, do to fucking do with y'all, these layoffs. Are Literally, you serious? I'm dead are you serious. Ser- are you dead serious? serious? You're serious. Stopping the economy and the fact that they've turned up interest rates astronomically has nothing to do with the debt what you just mentioned what you just mentioned of them turning up all that stuff and shit and then having the economy balloon which was already ballooned well before the pandemic had nothing to do with a handful of people in the tech sector staying at home for 16 months during the pandemic that is not the primary driver of 30 plus thousand layoffs in, in like six months What was the bigger driver was an entire decade of low interest that the entire Silicon Valley went absolutely hog wild with and ran shit up like crazy with free money on venture capital and got to the point where it was not sustainable anymore. And then the bubble burst because the entertainment industry and the tech industry went fucking super huge during the pandemic. And then on the other side, when it wasn't sustained and all the hiring had to come to a halt, it really, am I saying that it had zero impact? No. Is it the primary driver? Fuck no, there was a decade worth of shit that built up to this point, and we're seeing it also with the banks that are down there in Silicon Valley collapsing for the same reasons. The interest over the decade that they had all that money put in, all of a sudden got out of control, people are trying to make a run for it, they have to sell out bonds that are worth four dollars and a fucking pack of bubblegum, and now they've got no money and they're fucking collapsing. And then so you got a bunch of people that aren't even like big companies like Google or Microsoft or whatever, that are like 10, 20, 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars in VC sitting in banks that don't exist anymore and everyone's fucking losing their minds. Those are bigger players than Tim and Sally from marketing wanted to do their fucking work at home for 16 months during COVID. I don't necessarily think that that was, nece- you know, what was causing all of these, like, they're late. We're talking like. 15% of workforces for trillion dollar companies. This is not something as easy as just. They worked from home with the same level of productivity as if they were in the office space. I mean, maybe we'll they wanted to write off the office. We'll just agree to, dis- to disagree. We'll just agree to disagree. That's fair. 
Uh, but they're laid off 6%. That was about 800 employees in total. Uh, various roles across the company. And around the same time that this work uh, layoff was happening, uh, of course, EA owns BioWare. And so I'm not saying these things are intrinsically linked together, but uh, they happen around the same time. And so I don't, I don't suspect it doesn't have something to do with one another. But EA lays off 6%. Then BioWare says, okay, guys, well, you know that game you haven't heard about in a little bit anyway? Dragon Age. We got another one common, Dreadwolf. Anyone even remember that the name of the game was Dreadwolf, except for the most diehard Dragon Age fans? Uh, well, we haven't heard too much about it in a while. Even though up front they were being pretty open about their, uh, their entire uh, you know, process thus far. Uh, and what they've done is they've brought over the Mass Effect team. And just slapped a lot of the Mass Effect team onto this game. Because, evidently, they need help. Uh, and the game's not going as fast as they want, or as well as they want, and maybe they have some more, uh, some more talented folks on the Mass Effect side that they're looking to bring over uh, to the Dragon Age side, and so that's what they're doing. And so that tells you one thing. Well, if you didn't know which order these two games were coming out in, because we know that there's a Mass Effect game coming, guess which one's not coming out first? That would be Mass Effect. Dragon Age is clearly going to be the one they're trying to get out first. Uh, and, uh, and so we're gonna have to wait. The problem is, we don't even know when Dragon Age is coming. They've been teasing Mass Effect, and everyone's been losing their mind. Nobody talking about Dragon Age. Zero pe- As soon as they announced Mass Effect, and they showed that fucking JPEG, and people were, like, zooming in on the JPEG, posting on Twitter, trying to figure out what the characters were walking across the moon surface, and then they were, deci- you know, they were deciphering audio files and shit that they were releasing and everything- Ain't nobody doing any of that for Dragon Age. But they're bringing over a bunch of developers from the Mass Effect team to help out try and finish off uh, the Dragon Age Dreadwolf game. And not only that, but they somehow, probably with several dollars, uh, paid to have, uh, what was his name here? Mark Dara, who was previously the executive producer uh, for uh, Bioware on this title, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that or Mass Effect. Can't remember if it was Mass Effect or Dragon Age. Uh, but they, brought, they brought him back to help consulting on this as well. And they brought him back, and I say that, and he wasn't still there, because in 2020, he blasted the fuck out of the company for, uh, for their crunch time, uh, their, their crunch culture, uh, which was not producing games, which I think was the bigger problem, was that the crunch was there, but no games were coming out. So they were just murdering people for years at a time with work, getting absolutely no games actually to market. So it was like, all right, guys, it's crunch time, which normally triggers like the, okay, we got six to, six to 12 months of just absolute life-torturing bullshit, and then the game's going to launch, right? Nope. Crunch time is actually like four straight years of just 18-hour days, and the game hasn't come out yet. So he said, fuck this shit. I'm out. And then they said, what if we paid you to come back? And he said, I'm in. And so he's back again. And uh, we'll see if any of this results in a good video game. Honestly? Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. Maybe they pull it off. But when you start talking about pulling teams away from their their other game, which is way more hyped up right now than Dragon Age, and trying to bring back people that were torching you publicly... That's a slight move of desperation, as far as I, uh, I can tell. And so, uh, hopefully that doesn't mean the game itself is going to be complete dog shit. It probably won't be. Bioware doesn't tend to make... Well, I shouldn't say that. They Mass Effect Andromeda was pretty, 
fucking bad when that came out, so maybe it won't be great. But we're gonna have to wait and find out. But Mass Effect, I could play some Mass Effect. Dragon Age, I could not possibly, if I tried, put in the effort to care about Dragon Age. I know a couple people are super diehard Dragon Age fans. And I don't even think, I don't even hear them talk about it. I hear them say, I'm going to start up my 58th run on Dragon Age Inquisition. But I don't, I don't hear, I don't hear them like, No! Dreadwolf! Like nobody, not even the fans are talking about that shit. So, maybe Mass Effect was the way to go, I don't know. Uh, and that's it for game news, Mr. Black, for this week, which means it's time to sell out and tell the folks at home, just as long as that bill in the States doesn't pass and then they accidentally try to uh, access TikTok and end themselves up in jail for 20 years or a million dollar fine or both, explain to the folks at home why they might want to uh, join in on NordVPN. Uh, well, before that, you can join in on Patreon, patreon.com slash lag TV can head on over there, throw money at the screen and, uh, we will be casting Starcraft. Uh, we're going to be casting Starcraft after this. So if you guys want to have your tech support questions answered via Starcraft, or you just want to support the fact that we're casting Starcraft, uh, patreon.com slash lag TV. If you want to support a sponsor NordVPN is our uh currently our only sponsor and uh well for good reason because they're awesome and they keep supporting the podcast because you guys keep getting subscriptions so head on over there (laughs) nordvpn.com slash ott use the promo code ott get yourself a two-year subscription and four bonus months for a limited time not only that 30-day money-back guarantee if you don't like it for whatever reason, get your money back within 30 days. No questions asked. Just take it. All right. Very few people have ever done that. In fact, I only know of one. I've been with these guys for three years. And I'm telling you, I don't think that guy actually knew how to run a VPN. The good news is <laughs> with NordVPN, it's super easy. It's the click of a button. It's available on your phone. We're talking iOS, we're talking Android, your Mac, your PC, your laptop, your iPad, your smart TV. They've got an app virtually for anything and everything. It's a click of a button. You don't need to be a programmer. All you need to do is be able to click buttons on said device you're using and let let the program know where you want your IP to be masked to. That's it. It's that simple. Guys, four bonus months, promo code OTT. It's less than a cup of coffee a day. It's like half the price of a cup of coffee a day if you're going to Starbucks. Be real. I haven't had Starbucks in a long time. The last time I went, it cost me $7.49 for a Grande Cinnamon Dolce Latte. Oh, God. The answer is no. Did I, tell you, did I tell you about the last time I went through Starbucks? No. Did, did you use NordVPN? Because the Wi-Fi there might not be safe. You might want to mask your IP. All right? You don't want people to steal your information. If you're just browsing normally. So get yourself NordVPN, guys, and think of the promo code OTT while you go and do it. Link is in the description below. Head on over there and do it. <laughs> and now it's time for movies and TV. Yeah, the last time I went to uh, Starbucks was uh, last month. We were out, Em and I were out. 
buying uh, some stuff or returning. It was actually it was the night we were returning a bunch of stuff to Ikea, and uh, I did give a shout-out to Ikea for their insane return policy window. It was just fucking bonkers. like a literal calendar year. I didn't even have a receipt. This The barcode was on the boxes. They were like, yeah, that's good. Instant, like, $800 return. Phenomenal. The dream. And then I immediately used all $800 at Starbucks down the fucking hill. <laughs> For two coffees and a donut. <laughs> we were driving by and I was like, I was, you know, it, was, it was late because, you know, it's, it's kind of a journey for me to, you know, get all the way over to I- Ikea or whatever. And, and uh, I was like, you know, I didn't want to go home and make dinner or whatever the fuck. The house, we only had like one pan in the whole house at that point anyway. I was like, all right, why don't we just stop in? We'll, we'll grab, uh, we'll grab some... Um, uh, some Thai, because they had Thai Express, and right next to the Thai Express is a Starbucks. And so I was like, oh, can we have, like, a Starbucks? And I was like, well, yeah, I guess I'd we can like, have a do Starbucks. You have a, do you have a half a million dollars in the bank account? <laughs> and so, and so, I was like, yeah, sure, okay, what do you want? Okay, she's like, well, you know, get a, get a, th- get a th- that, uh, that, uh, cookie fucking, uh, crumble, whatever the fuck, uh, the mocha cookie crumble, that's the name of the thing. So, okay, sounds good. So I go to the drive-thru, you know, get the girl come on, the, you know, hi, full valley girl fucking, the typical shit you'd expect uh, from the Starbucks. And I was like, oh, t-, and, and I asked what size she wanted. I don't understand the sizes at Starbucks. I'm not convinced anyone understands the star- si- uh, Starbucks sizes. I think everyone's just making it up as they go along, probably getting a different size every time they go through the fucking drive-thru. I said, what size do you want? Because she was going in to get the Thai food. She said, oh, just get a, get a grande. I believe it was the size of the fucking thing that she wanted or some shit. I said, great, that sounds like just whatever the fuck. Sounds like a, maybe a large at best. Uh, and so I was like, all right. So I had a vision in my mind. How big is this drink going to be? Grande, sound, you know, it's Starbucks, you know, so it's maybe just a little bit smaller than a regular large somewhere else because they charge so much fucking money. It's so like a grande mocha cookie crumble. Two of those, please. She's like, great. That'll be 1736. Drive through. I said, what? Yeah. I said, 1736. I said, can you read that back real quick? She said, yes, that's 1736. I said, all right, great. I'll see you up there. I drive up. Now. Drive up to the fucking window, and I'm sitting there, and the window is really fucking like I don't like if you, I don't know if you've ever been to the one in, in Dartmouth or in Dartmouth Crossing. I don't. But the, the 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 fucking like the drive-through window. It's a high. I'm super yeah. dude. I'm yeah. in a fucking rav, and I get to it, and first of all, it's built like Fort Knox. Like there's yeah. like a 17 inch fucking like metal shelf. That already made, and the people working there are not big people. They're like they're like five foot two, you know, seventeen year old girls. And so it's not like their arm length is fucking like crazy to begin with. And so they've got this like three and a half foot fucking shelf that they've got to be able to reach over, and then they got to go down. And I'm in a rab. I'm like I'm not used to looking up at a at a drive through window. I'm used to looking them dead in the fucking eye. And I'm out the window, and I'm looking like. A solid foot up above my fucking head. And she comes out, and it takes forever for these two things. There's not a single person in there. There's three employees. Nobody inside the fucking restaurant at all. Takes like seven, eight minutes to make these things. I'm seeing like the foam can come out. Bro, there was seven pounds of whipped cream in that bitch. There was like a teaspoon of liquid. The rest of it is just whipped cream and fucking crushed up Oreo cookie or whatever the fuck it is. She hands me these things, and bro, I swear to God, 
I'm I'm reaching I'm reaching up. This is all gonna play to the people who are seeing this on video. I'm reaching up out the out my fucking window. I feel like a, a toddler reaching up to their parents, reaching up for their fucking hand. She she's leaning out the window trying to hand me these things, and this is what it looks like coming out to me. <laughs> I I reach out. I take I take I take this thing from her. Like, what the fuck? It wouldn't even fit in my cup holders. I had to like awkwardly lean them in my seat because the cup was so fucking huge. I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? It's got to be fucking 9,000 calories in this one goddamn drink. And she was like, oh, thank you. Have a nice night. I was like, uh, thank you. Yes. Have a nice night. It caught, dude, those two drinks cost as much as our two fucking meals at Thai Express. It was insane. So moral of the story is, yes, NordVPN. It's way cheaper. Like, fucking, oh my god. Way cheaper than Starbucks. <laughs> Almost anything is cheaper than Starbucks. So just be careful. It's a crazy world out there. A divorce is also cheaper than Starbucks. Yes. So think about it. Without a Cause prenup. Because she's, she's going to ask. They're going to take 50%. Starbucks taking 55 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got our first look, Mr. Black, at Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn in the upcoming Joker 2. Uh, we had, like, some, you know, paparazzi ass. Am I seeing Lady Gaga in destroyed clown makeup from a kilometer away? Yes, I do believe. So we had that, and now we have some official, actual, honest-to-God, you know, promo, whatever you want to call it, uh, of Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. And, uh... I mean, it looks about what you would have expected. She she looks like a drug-addicted Harley Quinn because it's the kind of Joker movie that this is, you know, everyone looks like they're meth addicts in, in these films. Uh, and so that's what she looks like. She looks like uh, Harley Quinn on meth. Uh, except she's going to sing. Uh, apparently everyone's going to sing. There's like a musical quality to this film. I'm still very intrigued with the direction they're taking this thing. When they came out and said there's going to be like musical numbers, I was just... Like, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, if you're going to have musical numbers, Lady Gaga would be the one to put in there, but Joaquin Phoenix going to drop a fucking singing in the rain in this bitch? Like, what's going on? How is it? What is he going to do in this, uh, uh, in this film with this sing-along, the campfire, uh, Joker movie? Uh, I, when's, when's the release date of this thing? I don't know. I don't have know they ever still... have they even mentioned the release date? No, I think they're still filming. Are they still in the midst of that? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're still filming. Uh, so probably next year would be the safe bet sometime. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm interested for sure. I mean, oh, the first Joker movie it, was man. fucking it's insane. Awesome. It was great. Uh, and so uh, I'm sure it will be good. It's just, you know, it's, you get some whiplash when the guy comes out and says, yeah, Joker musical. Okay. All right. I'm on. Uh, I don't know how it didn't happen earlier, Mr. Black, but a, uh, but with the wave of high quality and well-received anime adaptations, that have come through in the last few years. I guess it is a great time after all. Uh, Scott Pilgrim is getting an anime adaptation. Uh, This was just announced, I think, like yesterday. And more or less, the entire live-action movie cast is reprising their roles for this adaptation. And so you are getting uh, a a, a nostalgia kick. That's a hell of a cast. I mean, I forgot all the people that were in Scott Pilgrim. It is a list now, back then, it wasn't maybe as much of a list because some of the people in it weren't super notable at the time. 
other than, you know, Michael Sarah and, and, and a couple of others. Clearly there were some, you know, Aubrey Plaza, I think is in there and, and some others, but, but yeah, they're all coming back uh, to, uh, to do this. And, and if it's as good as some of the other uh, anime adaptations we've been getting, I mean, it's Scott Pilgrim, first of all, so it already has like comic origins of sorts. And so this is kind of an easier one to do than, uh, than some others that they've been trying, but uh, nevertheless, yeah, there you go. You got yourself uh, some of that. Lots of people excited. Scott Pilgrim is kind of like a, outside of that movie, even like a cult following type situation. And so, uh, and so very excited people right now as it, uh, as it were, I'm interested for sure. I'm, I'm sure I might have to give it a look visually. It will probably be crazy because it's Scott Pilgrim. I mean, even the action, the live action movie they did, the visuals were kind of fucking wild, especially for the time. It was a very unique film when it came out as far as the, the visual, uh, you know, the visual styling that they had for it. So, uh, I'm sure it will be, uh, I'm sure it will be quite something visually when it drops. I don't have a date for it. They might have one. I don't. You can look it up, see if they've uh, they've talked about it yet, but uh, nevertheless, there you go. Some more animu gracing your timeline. Charlie Day hopes that we get a Luigi's Mansion movie next up after this Mario movie, Mr. Black. I guess that's not shocking, seeing how he plays Luigi. I too would hope that my character gets a, uh, a movie that is specifically about them, uh, should the movie that it's tangentially in uh, do well. Uh, however, that being said, you know what? Luigi's Mansion movie would probably be pretty dope. Yeah, it would. I'd, yeah. I'd probably watch that. Yeah, I'll check it out. I would check it out. <laughs> yeah. It's still, that's might. still... You never know. I mean, this Mario movie is going to fucking make a billion dollars, so... Oh my god, dude, this movie's I mean, huge. You know, who knows? Maybe they will. I would love to know the marketing budget on this bad boy right now. Because they've got, they've got, they've got every type of marketing you can fucking come up with. They've got like crazy on the street marketing, you know, like in France, they got like the, what I like the telephone booth slash whatever the hell thing where it looks like a pipe and they've got Mario jumping out the top of that bitch and shit like that. They've got, so they've got a little bit of everything. Gorilla marketing out the wazoo. Dude, my Amazon box, I ordered some shit the other day. My Amazon box was painted the same as the, as a coin box for Mario uh, for, uh, for an advertisement for the film. So they're spending some money. They're going anywhere they can get their hands on some advertising. Uh, they're doing it, but, uh, but yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind a Luigi's Mansion thing. I-, I still will never forget the day that you brought home the first Luigi's Mansion and we played it and beat it in a single sitting. Yep. Never left that yeah. fucking room. Beat that bitch in one go. I never played the newer one though. And, and everyone seemed to have liked it. So I might have yeah. to give that a go at some point. Uh, and lastly, Mr. Black, no spoilers, of course, we can avoid it. Uh, Em and I went to go see John Wick and IMAX yesterday. Mmm. Woo! I'm disappointed that you did not go see Avatar and IMAX. Oh, that unfortunately just wasn't in the cards for us at at that time. Oh my god, how did you not do that? I gotta be honest. I gotta be experienced than John Wick. I gotta be honest, though, it might, it might very, it might very, it might very well have been, but I gotta keep it 100, bro. Well, I gotta. I just gotta be real. I know it's gonna be experience. I, if I, if I put in a little bit of effort, I might, maybe, be able to care slightly less about Avatar than I do off-brand potato chips. If I fucking made an effort, I might be able to try. Maybe. I know it's going to be an audio-visual fucking whatever, James Cameron Fest, 
But if I tried, I don't know if I can care much less. I mean, I, I put in some effort. John Wick, however, no effort required. That shit is greased up and ready to fucking go. My body is ready. And it was just unfortunate as well with Avatar that Em and I just literally at the time couldn't get in to the theater. But we did get in to see John Wick 4. And uh, fuck me, that's a movie. That's an action movie. I honestly think I left that theater for a pure action movie. That's probably my favorite action movie I've ever seen. It's up there. It yeah, is. There. It is. If if you took so John Wick one for the world building, which is obviously required because John Wick one, we knew nothing about anything in the world, and so you require world building. By the time you got to four, you and I were both hoping for a little bit more. But you know what? I didn't fucking care about when I left that theater. Yeah. World building. I was perfectly happy with whatever they gave us in there because everything else was so fucking good. I didn't care. Dude, the first 20 minutes of that movie, I just about shit myself. It was so perfect. The first 20 minutes. I see. I didn't like the first. I didn't like the whole desert scene. I didn't like it. Oh, that scene. Okay. Well, the lead up to that. Okay. So that, that part, that didn't get me super excited. It was so lackluster. Let me, let me. But after, but I think I know what you're talking yes. about. Like, so Lawrence you know, Fishburne that, has yes, his speech, yeah. Yeah. walks down the hall, has the, gives that big monologue, which was great. Lawrence delivered that shit fire, and then the proceeding. Yes. Okay. Yes. Or the the proceeding yes. after that. The that initial. I think the only reason that was there is because it was necessary to set up. I understand everything well, else. I get it. I get it. But I was just like. Eh. When it first started, I was like, uh, okay, sure. I mean, it was beautiful, but it was like, uh, he's actually missing shots right now. This is weird. I, I'm i not a fan of whatever this is. It's doing nothing for me. And then the monologue happened, which I'll be honest, when the monologue was happening, I was like, uh, even then I was still like, uh, are they going a little bit too over the top here? What's going on? Like, I was like, uh, what's going on? Then it, then it kind of eased its way. I would say like the, the first five, seven minutes of the movie was lackluster. And then after that, I'm in. I'm in. I, but the, spe- the, the speech, the monologue, I should say, the... Uh, I, all I could say about the film is that even in, in the spots that I could say, you might be able to say like are, are like the low points of the film were better than the high points of most action films that I've seen in like a million fucking years. So they're like, uh, uh the, the cinematography, the fucking lighting, whoever did lighting in this film uh, gore- needs to be blown story. or whatever the, what, whoever man or woman fuck them right up with money and, and love and everything in between. Cause it was insanely well done. Unbelievable. The framing of shots in this film. Oh, the music? Yeah, the music ah! It was good, man. The movie was good. It was everything good. was so fucking good. Yeah, it was good. So it was good. it was definitely over the top. Like uh, you know, there were there were definitely there were definitely moments where I was like, holy fuck. Like uh, it and it was like um and dude, I went in with high expectations because 
before the movie, before the movie, like the reviews came out, I was kind of going in, going, "Oh God, fucking almost three hour John Wick movie." I wasn't a massive fan of the third one. I liked it, but it was like it was. No, we were all oh, on the same page with the third one. Downhill. It's like, oh, yeah. we could we could be seeing the end of this now. We could, you know, but oh shit, they, they pulled up. Oh yeah, they were just like, oh, whatever the <laughs> third was. This ain't it. And they like even the choreography in this was so much better. They it wasn't like this weird shit where like they were preparing for the next. Like it was yeah. so obvious where I, you know it just looked like I was watching choreography um, on a set. This movie, I I honestly can't recall a time where I was like that was kind of. You didn't, didn't see them well. setting themselves yeah. up. Yeah. It was it was much it was much more. You know there were there were parts where. I could tell, you know, like something wasn't hitting, you know, like uh, where I was like, okay, they could have used maybe a little bit movie magic, but like they, they, the, the shots were so long at some, at some parts that like you can let it slide where you're like, okay, it's whatever. But it was just so crazy. The movie was nuts. It was like an action scene to some people. It might have been too much where it was like scenes were going on, like fight scenes were going on for 15, 20 minutes, like just straight up. You thought it end and it just keeps going. And it just I don't know. It worked. It, it never it felt still, repetitive. I was getting no, worried. I was like, I was like, am I going to be seeing the same moves like 58 times in this film? Yeah, no, because they they did a good job at. um Almost like different scenes, they used almost different weapons. It was like, you know, there was a nunchuck big scene, there was sword big scene, there was the gung fu shit that you would see. There were there were there was car oh my god. There there that last like forty five minutes of the movie, like uh when they're in Paris, like the last like thirty, forty five minutes. It's just <laughs> fucking nuts, bro. It was just nuts. The, the do, doing the donuts and just fucking murdering people. I was like, oh, oh, oh. And it's like, how have I? And and the doors are getting. I don't even care. They're not really spoilers, <laughs> but like at the same time, I don't really care. Doors are getting ripped off, and I'm going, oh, I can see where this is going. The door ripped off. Next thing you know, a dude's just fucking killing motherfuckers left, right, and center. You know, uh, the 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 stairs. That part. It kind of got a little stupid towards the very, very end. Well, where I, I was think, like, okay. I think that was them being self-aware because people memed about John Wick 2 and like the stairs scene in John Wick 2. So uh, I think there bro, was a little bit of self-aware. To, they took that shit to a whole other. <laughs> you see my tweet? You see level, my fucking bro. tweet about the like my, my my GIF review for John yeah. Wick and it's the Ace Ventura <laughs> Slinky? slinky. Yeah. <laughs> That whole fucking thing right there was wild. Um, you know, that, uh, by the way, the 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 stunt the stunt guy in about four or five scenes that went down the stage, they're not getting paid enough. Whatever that is, it's not enough yeah. money. No, it's you just need not a 10x enough. Whatever that is, because that dude, and you know they didn't do it on one take. So like that dude is just rolling all fucking day, all night long. So, but yeah, the overall, overall, I I thought I thought it was great. <clears throat> um, I I really went in with very high expectations after seeing the reviews, critically and audience, and I was like, man, this is just not going to be as good as what I want it to be. And I'm not going to go and say it's it exceeded my expectations. It did in some places, but it most certainly fulfilled my expectations, one hundred percent. 
it wasn't anything groundbreaking. It wasn't like it wasn't like a new John Wick movie where they introduced something new that like really took it to another level. What about the drones? The drone shot scene was fucking insane, bro. Oh yeah, oh that was my favorite. I think that was my favorite <laughs> scene in the movie. It, Dude, it, it I was like watching it, the, th- the theater going, "How long are they going to do this? Because this is not an easy shot to do. So how long is this going to happen?" I don't and even bro, think it was a drone. I think it was just like they had crane. Uh, a crane and they were just craning over but like it was uh and they did use some drone scenes in in the movie but yeah this was definitely a crane there's no way it was a fucking drone but (laughs) it was it was it felt like a video game it felt like well they did hotline miami it was x it was xcom it was pretty much like watching xcom where you got this overview and it was like a strategic type thing and and you just go from one room to another, and they use that what what the gun called like dragon fire or some. Oh well, it's shit it's stuff. rounds. They're real life rounds. Oh, the rounds. They're shot. Yeah, yes. they're shotgun shells that are called dragon's breath. And I, and I said to breath, M, I said to M after I was like, how did they not use dragon's breath in any John Wick film up to this point? They, it just makes sense. And then in this, they were like, all right, so we haven't yet. How about we just use them a lot? Yeah, and, and they it was did. That, that whole sequence, and it was a long sequence, and it was a oh one cut God. sequence. Yes, and it was just like, how are these guys doing this shit? <laughs> Honestly, for me, that was the climax of the movie. Like the actual climax was like, eh, okay, whatever. That right there, which that was the part that I was the most disappointed in, was the actual. The fact that, it, you know, and I don't really want to spoil too much. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to spoil the. Well, we're not going to talk that specifically I'm about climax. Yeah. But the duel, I thought that the duel was going to be a little bit different. I thought that the preparation for the duel was really nice when they were flipping the the the. That was kind of dope. I like conceptually. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, like that was cool. It's cool little world building story type thing. That was cool. But I did find the actual conclusion of the film to be lackluster, considering all of the shit that we got. But I understand. How do you even go? Well, that's what I was gonna say. That, but you know, you, you almost need to bring it down to to yes. To, to, you need to you know, bring to the try. audience back yeah. down to fucking earth because they're yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? I get it. I get <laughs> it. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I, that whole thing. But but overall, man, I I thought it was great. Um, I I I thought Keanu had less to do in this movie, which was weird. Um, well, Donnie Yen took a little bit off of his did. shoulders. Yeah. He took a lot. I feel like he took a lot, and I like Donnie Yen's uh, character. Yeah, I just I I the, he already played a blind dude in Star Wars, right? Like he played yes. the the well. The that's blind your first guy. thought in in that and, is is yeah, that yeah. And it was like, and the thing, the crazy thing about it was, is I got spoiled on that. I didn't actually know oh, the character really? was blind before I went in, or just before I went into the movie. I was watching a review and they said in the review that he was oh. blind. I was like, fuck. I was like, I didn't really want to know that because then I went in there just thinking of Star Wars and I was like, why is why do they have this motherfucker playing a blind character? And it worked. It worked. They did some really cool stuff with with him being blind though. Like they he got did, real but they creative. Only did it, but they only did it for like that one be that one uh opening. I know which I know which one you're talking about, yeah. Where I was like, whoa, okay, this is fucking cool as shit. The stuff that he was doing because he was blind, obviously, he he's got to he's got to use his other senses. He's got to do different things, and I thought that was amazing. And then they just stopped for the whole movie. There was nothing. He didn't do any of that shit. And like, like oddly, a few times he'd like kind of kind of pat around to see you know with his 
fucking his sword. Uh, he'd feel around to see what was going on. And I, I really enjoyed what I thought would have been better for his character. I felt like he was in it too much. And it almost took away from John Wick. It almost became like two characters' movies, which I'm okay with. But the fact that he was blind and it became so unrealistic that like these, and we got to remember the people that are going after John Wick, they're not regular street dudes, right? These guys are all assassins. You know, yeah, they might have some street dudes mixed in there, like some goons, but like the, the people that are going after these, the most killer assassins that there are. And you've got a blind guy who is in a fight with like 50 other dudes and he's not being killed at all. Somebody could shoot this guy in the head at well, any time. Well, you could say that about over. any scene because every scene, there are like but a million opportunities. Blind, at least with John Wick, it, he did a lot of this stuff in this movie, which I appreciated, where he was using his suit to like, yeah. you know, block his head. This but, motherfucker doesn't do that at all. He's just there and he's... It was like, it was over the top. I think it would have been better to have him in a couple of very cool fight scenes where it's more intimate, where there's only a couple of people, a few in, or even a bunch, but he gets to use his other senses. He was out in the open with straight killers and he was not getting hurt at all. And I'm like, man, John Wick can get away with it, but how is this motherfucker? Even when John Wick is fighting him, I'm like, dude, John Wick could have, and I understand they have a friendship, so, like, he doesn't really want to kill him, and he doesn't, like, I get that, but what about everybody else? That part was, like, less, I think less Donnie Yen would have done more for me, for the character, or have him as much, but don't put him outside with 50 assassins that don't (laughs) miss shots. I don't know. That part was a little dumb. For me, I, uh, yeah, no, I get, I get where you're coming from. I mean, there, there are a lot of stuff after John Wick two, and even in John Wick two to a degree, but you pr- more John Wick three. They took, they took the suspension of disbelief for the character of John Wick and and like the world that that we were watching. Like we all knew that there was a a you know obviously like anything. The, you know, the, this is not real life one to one. Of course, we see John get shot off the roof of a fucking building, hit literally every steel rail on the way down, and fucking face plant in the concrete after, after the uh, after the head of the hotel fucking shoots him, and he gets back up and he's fucking he's 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 okay. Uh, you know, uh, so like we know we know there's already like some suspension disbelief. Three notched it up a bit. Four said. We should just fucking forget about most of it. Four, uh, like, four was teetering Fast and the Furious levels of yes. what the fuck. It, yes. it, and and it, wasn't, it wasn't as bad. It was nowhere near no. as bad. But. I get what you're saying. I, I, like, I, I, yeah, I, I think like, with Donnie Yen, I want to have this. I, I want to say that there's a non-zero chance that Donnie Yen was like, yeah, I'll do it. But I want my guy to be basically on level with John. Like, I feel like Donnie was like, I'll do this movie. Because Donnie Yen as a kung fu guy is, like, the fucking guy. 
right? Yeah, yeah, he I get is it. the I guy. So I, I feel it. like he may he might have been like, all right, I'll do it, but I've got to be they basically. Wrote, they could have wrote his scenes a, like if they wrote his scenes the way they wrote his first scene, where yes. he was using, a, and I'm not going to spoil any of it, but where he yeah. was using tools and things to to kill his enemies, like that whole the whole buildup for him was amazing. You meet the character, you understand his motives and why he's doing shit. It's very similar to John Wick. And then, you know, and then he's, you know, that's the thing he's where he just doesn't give a fuck. Like people are dying all around. He's eating food and shit. Like, it was so cool. And then he goes and does the stuff that he does for that scene. It's amazing. But then from there on out, it was just like. Like, John's getting his ass fucking, like, he's he's winning, but yeah. he's he's taking damage to get to the end point. Yeah. Donnie's out there fucking bitches up, ain't taking a lick. Nah, uh, of he damage is fucking, he is and, fucking everybody and when you up. and when you learn more about his character you're like this is how good he is now what the fuck was he like were he and john like when they were younger and yeah. friend like how how crazy were they back then this is what we got now what the fuck was yeah. going on back then and so yeah, yeah I, I get what you're saying i didn't when i was watching it that didn't fucking pass through my mind it, I didn't, was, it didn't it didn't i was watching me. donnie n just like yeah. fucking like do some yeah, crazy too. shit and I he's was. so crisp, bro. Like, like everyone else, like Scott Atkinson's in this movie. He's probably the best white dude that's doing kung fu shit for years. He's crazy good. But you get Donnie Yen on fucking camera, and yeah. that dude is he a was different. Keanu Reeves and, look like he, but, you know, you know. And it's hard to expect a fifty-eight year old. And I know Donnie's also old, but he's been doing literal god tier yeah. martial artist since he was like a kid, compared yeah. to the Keanu who was like, I know kung fu in nineteen. 99 doing fucking like shitty kung fu in the in the matrix like up to now like a different animal entirely but how crisp and fucking fast this motherfucker is he oh, looks it's, so it's, good it's on good. camera it's good yeah and 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 what i really liked about his character the most is he brought a lot of the acting to the to to it which yes. i was surprised by because Keanu Reeves can't act a fucking lick. I don't. Nobody. Nobody can tell me any different. He's thankfully not a good he doesn't actor. need to. And he does. And, and he has like twenty lines in the fucking movie. And yeah. the movie's fucking three, three hours, hours long. long. Yeah. He literally has, and a lot of them are like, yeah, uh, guns. Yeah, lots of guns. Like that's pretty much it. Like, uh, kill them all. I can, like, which I got. I gotta be honest. I kind of like. I got. I can't, I can't lie. I like. It I mean, gets, it's whatever. It's, it's whatever, whatever for me. It's whatever. I don't. I'm not, and I'm not hating on the movie. By the way, like I, it's a nine out of ten for me. The it's the, it might be my favorite John Wick movie that there is. Uh, it's close between one and four, and I might actually put this. I actually think I have to put this ahead, just simply because the story it's, is the, the, the only they do. That's the only downside of it. But at, at the same time, like they do wrap up a lot of the storylines that they had from the previous movies. They did it way better than three, like way better. better. Yeah. I think, I mean, now we know that there, that there's another John wick project that are, that is coming out led by a female ballerina or something like that. That's Uh, actually being released this year. Like that's coming out. Um, and then now there's, there's also talk about, uh, Donnie Yen potentially getting, um, a spinoff, um as give me well. that so um and i don't know if it's going to be an origin story where we actually see where he has his eyes because you know um they do mention he mentions it very briefly but yes they, he doesn't go into exactly how he uh, lost dude if you're eyes. paying attention to this film they've got like four different outs for different movies whether they're sequels prequels fucking spinoffs 
whatever. Yeah. Uh, like all the way up through, they they cover their bases for every eventuality, and so you you can be you can be ready, yeah, uh, uh, for almost anything at this point, and and expect anything because it's going to be based on how much money this bitch makes. Uh, and well, this but bitch you, is making this bitch is making all the money. It's like you know the biggest what? opening. Uh, so my question, had. my question to you. Do you need five? No, I don't. Neither do I. I think this uh, should be just it. Yeah, and and but the thing is, we know we know we're gonna get more. You don't end a franchise on a four, like. Uh, I know, I know, yeah, get, I know, yeah. But I don't. But I don't. I don't like now. They've already released a statement where they're considering John considering Wick five. five. Yeah, and the thing is, I know we're gonna end up getting it. But what I hope that they do. Is I hope that they go do the little spinoff stuff. Um, I don't think the ballerina shit's going to work at all. I, I and, and listen, say what you want, but how many times have we seen female-led action uh, movies that are spinoffs or um, some sort of whatever, and they put a female in the lead? I'm not saying there's tons of kick-ass fucking females out there that that that, that are amazing and they do what they do. This isn't me fucking being sexist. But I'm going to be honest. I have zero interest in watching ballerina. Uh, I, I I like John Wick. I I I. It's like James Bond. All right. It's not Jane Bond. Right. I, I I like that. And whenever I've seen like a female led cast taking from an IP that was originally for a male and built off a male. It's usually dog shit. It's usually bad. And I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. But what I hope they do is I hope they get that out of their system. And I hope that they take a bunch of time off. And if they're going to make a five, which low key, I kind of hope they don't. But if they do, I need we need like a five year minimal break. And then they need to come back and they need to finish up. 63-year-old Keanu Reeves. Whatever they need to finish up. I, I don't care. I almost hope that they don't even make a John Wick 4. And he just... You mean 5. Or 5. Yeah. And he makes an appearance in... The spinoffs or whatever. In a spinoff or whatever as... You know, maybe he's... Maybe it's in a season finale if they do a TV show. Or maybe it's a movie and he's in a post credit scene or at the very end or something. And... You know, they they tease him to be part of another film. I don't know. But one way or another, I don't think we need it. We just got three-hour John Wick movie, and apparently there's a cut that's like four, four and a half hours or some shit. I want it. Release it. Just do the Blu-ray. Release it on digital. We'll watch it. We'll enjoy it. Let Keanu take a break, Um, even maybe indefinitely. But I can understand. When a movie makes the amount of money it's making— and everybody's enjoying it, and now you're you're kind of fucking trajectorying up. It's hard to not want to make the movie. I just, I, where I, no, I, I just, I just no. Where do they go? Because I know that you have to go Fast and the Furious route at this point to take it to it. Because they they keep topping themselves. How do you top yourself from this? It's actually impossible. It's impo- I actually don't think it's possible. They've peaked. You can't go. You can't go any better. They've kind of drawn on most of the cards that they could draw on, and they put it all in this one. 
So it's all there. It's all there. If you're going to watch a John Wick movie, guys, go run out and go stay on the biggest fucking screen with the loudest possible because the sound effects, the music, everything. Oh, my God. It's almost a perfect movie. It's almost it's almost a perfect action movie. Yeah, it's almost like the nitpicks that I'm talking about with Donnie Yen's character and, you know, the the ending and and those are nitpicks. They're all still amazing. (laughs) You know, the movie is fucking incredible. Uh, it's 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 insane what they pull off from an action standpoint. I got to agree with you. It might actually be the best action movie ever put to film. Completely. There's a lot of great action movies out there like The Raid and and there's a bunch of like Ombok type The Protector. There's a lot of great like action movies that do a wonderful job. Tom Cruise is in, you know, he's got your Mission Impossibles, you got the James Bonds, but dude, this then is none of them come Wick. close. They don't come close to this, no. bro. There, there, there's those movies and then there's this. And the great thing about this is you've got amazing cinematography. You've got amazing soundtracks. You've got amazing characters. You've got a really cool uh, uh, universe that, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of a letdown that they don't dive super deep into it. But at the same time, it's whatever. Most of the great action movies out there, they got dog shit of all of those things. But the action's great. You know, maybe it's bad acting. Maybe it's bad this, bad that. John Wick is just like, it's just good. It's, it's great. It's amazing. Like, it's nuts. The Oscars need to make an action-based Oscar for the first time, and they need to just give it to John Wick. They need to build it off of this. Yeah. Yes, I was having the same thoughts. I was, when we left the theater, I was thinking to myself, I was like, look, I know the Oscars are mostly bullshit anyway, but they need, to, they, they need desperately, desperately to be able to recognize... Oh. The stunt work, the choreography, the people behind the scenes that make this. Sure, Keanu Reeves amazing, Donnie Yen's amazing, all the. But it's a collaborative effort. These, there are fucking like, it's nuts the stuff they pull off in this movie. I just, I can't believe it what they've done. And Nobody's I, and doing like any of the shit that they're doing in these, bro. People have tried several no, times yeah, to try to mimic work. John Wick ever since John Wick came out. Not one has even gotten like a tenth. Of the no, fucking way there. You can't do it. You can't do it. I might actually go see it again in theaters um, before it goes. It's that, it's that good. It's, it's, it's really, truly that good. I, I, I'm blown away by, by it. I, in my heart, if they were to just end it now, because they've ended it in a way that I think can appease everybody. As many people and, as you could hope for. Exactly. And people can have their own theories and do whatever it is that they want to do and be at peace with that, right? It's like the ending of Inception. Yeah. It's like, you know, but it's 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 such a marvel. It's it they they've accomplished such a great task on a fourth film in a franchise. And the character has virtually done anything and everything. I do like the idea of them giving the spotlight to another character and moving on and letting the legend of John Wick and Keanu Reeves. This Keanu Reeves is no longer Neo. No, he's John, John Wick. Wick. Yes. He's John. After this movie, he is solidified that he is, he ain't Neo anymore. John Wick. And think of how crazy that is. Cause think of how, think of, think of the character of Neo oh, and how, massive. and how culturally impactful the matrix was. And then, and then nobody expect, like people hear about John Wick, like in the whispers and then it comes out. And it doesn't yeah. even like hit hard immediately. And then it like, it kind of like, it takes a little bit and then word of mouth gets out and then just fucking rockets. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Rockets. It's never, it's never going to be a billion dollar franchise. I don't want to see them 
do the expendables route where they're trying to bring in other action stars and old dudes that come through and make it campy and cheesy like fast and the furious and next thing you know it they're like going to space and shit i mean I they've kind of already that. did that but they did tastefully yeah well so like, they, it's all but they're paying homage to yes, or homage yeah. to to the greatest mix uh, like uh, martial artists of of action films of all time i'm not talking about cheesy movie stars like you know like your your arnold schwarzeneggers and your stallones and and your your uh, you know and and i don't mean when i say cheesy they're those are amazing movie two, stars two two different action two movies total one is one is hollywood and then one is like the real deal mixed martial arts types the gods the purists it's like and they're and they just do it so tastefully there ain't all these crazy egos where it's like arnold's on screen pay attention you know this is like everybody's there the the stunt doublers like or the the or not the stunt doubles the 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 dudes the random guys they kill there's almost like a level of respect that that you have just seeing these guys go in and do what they do and nobody's trying to steal the spotlight it's just like the movie just does what the movie does and that's what i love about it end it can't walk you've peaked go start another franchise somewhere or just pop in somewhere else at some point and get us all hyped but i don't know <sighs> do we it's like part of me wants number five part of me wants it but the big part of me just says no you can't it's, it's like for me i i'd be so fine if they stopped at four i'd yes. be so okay yes. I wouldn't I'd be, be so okay with it. No complaints yeah. for me whatsoever, because if you're going to go out, what a way to fucking go out. Insane. The best uh, way to go. If, if, they, if they did more, you know, I have to go into it thinking in a similar way as I did with 3, where I was like, man, I really love John Wick, but I'm getting concerned as to where this shit's going. I'd have the same feelings now, dip for different reasons than 3, but I'd have the same, the same, you know, concerns. I'd be like, you know, I, where are they going to go? Just like with three, but for different reasons as to why I'm concerned as to where they're going to go. And so, but you know what, though? I had those thoughts with three, and now here we are with four. So maybe against all fucking odds, five pops up, and, and my concerns are just... Oh, it's going to pop up, bro. This movie's making too much money, and it was too damn well-received for it not to pop up but i just hope that it's like it's a, it's a while from now just let it breathe man just oh I, i'm just breathe. dude i'm just reliving i'm just reliving that the the first major uh bro, fights the music the music the, was incredible. so fucking good and in oh, imax with uh, the yeah. fucking sound oh, system yeah. on yes. every gunshot and the bass yes. line of the yes. of the song yes. it was and the and the lighting it's yeah. just it's it like now I will say I do I do you notice it if you look for it if you watch all of John Wick everyone makes fun of like there's always the stairs stairs the enemy of everyone in John Wick and they also they're like K-pop music videos oddly lit rooms with mirrors everywhere for no reason like absolutely no reason to have that much lighting randomly there. and mirrors but you know what it looks fucking it, awesome it looks so good and bro. so they it looks so good <laughs> so they put it in. And, they, and, and they cranked it, and they just they, and you don't even care. You don't no, even care. and and you not to spoil, not to spoil it, but there is a character in this that I think 
stole that entire, like, they, they had almost, uh, n- not quite a third of the film. There was a character we hadn't seen before that, uh, that John is sent after. And it's the, 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 and you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And even that character, dude, that, that guy acted oh, the fuck out of that character. It was perfect. Yeah. The, just the yeah. right amount yeah. of cheese. Well, he's a crazy, he's a crazy martial artist too. He's oh like, my God, know, he's dude. Insane. He's just was, insane. And so when, when I saw him at first. I was like, okay, so he's got the character acting down. I mean, this shit's fucking perfect for this, like, for John Wick's universe, this guy was perfect. And then the fight scene started, and I was like, word? Yeah, this well, motherfucker's gonna act and drop this shit at the same time? Is that even yeah. fucking fair? Well, he's he's well-known. He's super well-known. He's in all kinds of... what. Once again, they, they, brought in, they brought in people that are ultra-respected. And in fact, we heard... Uh, I heard that... Um, uh uh they almost got um Jackie Chan uh and Jackie Chan wanted to do wanted to do the movie but they were offering him a small part and he wanted to star basically alongside ironically Keanu. Donnie Yen did exactly that and Donnie Yen pretty much did that like Donnie Yen was he was in about a good 40%, 30, 40% of the movie. And he had more lines. And did 80% than, of the acting. Did 80% of the act. He had more lines than Keanu Reeves did, for sure. And Keanu was the, it's John Wick. Um, and thank God, Donnie Yen's a great actor. Like, uh, yeah, like he's, he's good. He was he's, good. He, he, was good. He, he did everything he needed to. Uh, did it very well. I enjoyed it. I think he brought a lot of, of uh, the, the heartfelt drama-y shit. He did very well yeah. to do that. And uh, and yeah, man. They just definitely every- they definitely set up more John Wick to come. The question is, are we gonna get John Wick? Yeah. But they they've definitely and and it's gonna be female led. You can just tell. Like you just the way that the the way that it worked. Well, they have two just, options for that, and then they yes. have well they have I a John the other- they have a John option. They have another character option, yeah. and then they have two girl options. Yeah. Well, I know for sure that one of a girl that wasn't even in the movie is is starring i guess or has a major role in the the girl project the the spin-off well, ballerina is literally a ballerina. girl leading it so we already Correct. know that exists you know that but that is the other girl, girl yeah. that i know you're talking about yes yeah she is rumored to be part of the next thing as well yeah um and it makes sense because for all, there's a dynamic between her and another character that, yes. thanks to how the movie plays out, is totally another avenue. And stay stay in the post credit scenes because yes, there's a there's a a scene after the credits that plays to that very heavily. Yes, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so there you I go, John it. John Wick. Uh, I, Jeff's giving it a nine. I'm giving that bitch a fourteen five out of ten because I could I agree the the desert thing in the in the beginning. It was nothing to write home about. It was there specifically to serve yeah. a plot point, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. I, I consider the movie starting after yes. that scene, yeah. uh, and uh, and the ending, while not bonkers, I agree as well. And uh, which you had to bring it down. And and if I sat down and tried to come up with other, I don't even know. 
I'm not going to come up with a better ending that's going to please enough people. Uh, like, it's, like, impossible. So I think they did pretty fucking okay for what they could. And then everything in between is just pure sex. The whole fucking yeah. thing is just the, is absolutely insane. Uh, and, uh, and definitely, definitely, um, it's, it's the best John Wick and the best action movie that I've ever seen. I think John at Wick least won in, at least in the last decade. Easily. Easily. I, I can't even, I can't even think of an action movie and there's been a lot of good action movies, but this, this is on another. In fact, I'm just going to go and say it's the best action movie I think of all time. For me, it's it's John Wick 4 and then you have to get out of that genre of action movie altogether because John Wick is so fucking yeah. far oh, yeah, beyond. It's, it's so own, it's John yeah. Wick 4 and then I've got to go directly to Terminator 2 and then at, like below those two for action films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even know yeah. I don't know what third place is, doesn't matter. It's yeah. John Wick 4 Arguably John Wick 1, Terminator 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like they're two totally... I almost don't even want to put it in, the, in, in that... It, they're so different. Very right? different but, subgenres of yeah, action. I mean, yeah. I, I, think, I think T2 is a better movie, but like... Yes. For, for, for what I'm going in to watch, it doesn't really get any better than that. No. <laughs> like, it doesn't. It just doesn't. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're uh, not aware... This week is the first week Mr. Black and I are going to uh, be attempting to, we, uh, we, uh, we, we're really flying by the seat of our pants on this bad boy. Uh, we're going to be attempting tech support from within the confines of StarCraft II content. We've got questions that have already been asked. Uh, if you're live here right now, you can still go to the post if you're in the $10 or higher club. Uh, it is open. We are going to do tech support via... Uh, StarCraft, and then that stuff's going to get posted to YouTube. I'm going, I haven't figured out how I'm going to stitch this in audio-wise, if at all, to the podcast proper, or if we're just going to leave this on YouTube. We'll figure that out as we go along, but for what this is that? week... Sorry? For what? For the tech support. Oh, yeah, no. What I think we should do is, I think, we can just do the tech support on the cast. People can go over and watch. Okay. But- if there's a pushback and people don't, people are like, oh, I don't really want to watch StarCraft. I just want to do right. the tech support. Okay. And I think what we should do is when we do this podcast and we should just answer a couple of questions via tech support, okay. just one or two. Okay. And then put the rest on there. Don't need to splice it in. No, nothing. They still get a bit of tech support here and then okay. they get, they get more. So if you, if you want to, if you want to go through a couple of questions, we can do that normally. But like, if they want more, they can go over to, YouTube, because there's no point in splicing audio and doing all this fucking shit. It's no point. None. Okay, let me see what we got here. Let me see what we got. Um, We literally, of course, the one week that we're doing this, by the way, mm. probably because I didn't na- label it tech support, we've got five questions in this list this week. And so we're going to answer one and save the rest for the StarCraft portion. Because we well, have, don't we, don't we, we have, have five. The, the StarCraft post on Patreon too that people were. That is the, this is the one I'm using. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then cool. Yes. Uh, let me see here. Uh, 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 uh,
Uh, first of all, it says, excited for the nostalgia of the StarCraft cast. Thank you, Master. I'm a huge fan of the Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card game, even to this day, and grew up with it uh, from childhood with trading cards and the TV show. Uh, did you guys ever play any trading card games growing up? Also, would you let your kids get into trading cards when they're of age, or is it too much of a waste of money? I know that some people compare uh, opening card packs to loot boxes and the gambling aspects of it all. So, I mean, I never played with any of the trading cards. I was just a fan of collecting the trading cards. I'm pretty sure Mr. Black played some of the Pokemon while also collecting uh, Pokemon cards. He can talk more about that. But me personally, I just collected them. I was just a fan of collecting the cards. Uh, and so um, uh, that's kind of where I drew the line. I have Pokemon cards. I've got a fucking like five magic cards, whatever the hell I've got. I've still got them all in binders and shit. Like they're all in a box over here behind me. Um, so I like the collecting aspect because I like the art and whatnot, the artwork on the cards, and I enjoyed, I enjoyed kind of, uh, chasing after certain cards and whatnot, it was kind of fun, but that was about it. I never really played them until I started playing cards, you know, trading card games later in life, so playing Magic the Gathering or playing Hearthstone or, or whatever, uh, afterwards, but back then, never did. As for letting my future children do it? Fuck, by the time they're around, if trading cards are still there and doing their thing, I mean, yeah, I guess if they're into it, if they're into it, but it won't be, you know, it'll be what I went through if I did anything, which was, you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, mom and dad go out and, and buy Adam a bunch of fucking cards. It was Adam goes out and, and, uh, and does a bunch of shit around the house or for his family, whatnot, learning to do like, some chores, shoveling driveways, mowing lawns, whatever the fuck else to earn the money to go buy the shit themselves. Uh, because it's fine to have that. Obviously, they're not going to be on the card crack. It's fucking five years old, but, you know, the, you got to, it's a reward thing. You got to learn how to make your money and, and, and appreciate the money. And, uh, and you can buy, you can buy a little stuff like that. And that's fine. That's probably the way that I would, that I would, uh, you know, the road that I would, uh, I would go down with, uh, with that. But you never know what the fuck your kid's going to be into. They might not give a shit. They might just be all digital. <laughs> they might not give a fuck about trading cards. What about you, Mr. Black? Uh, well, yes, I did play Pokemon. Um, played a little bit of Magic as well. Um, but played a lot more Pokemon. Um, started with just collecting, but played it pretty hardcore. Actually, it was just before I moved on your street was when I was, like, really playing a lot of Pokemon. Mm. Um, and then I just kind of phased out of playing and just collecting and then got more into video games um i've always been into video games but i was obsessed with like pokemon cards for many years and part of it was my dad used to take me to uh flea markets like every sunday my dad was like mm. an avid flea market goer and um every time we would go um there would be tables of people with cards and things like that and you know my dad would typically you know buy me a pack of pokemon cards when we when we would go at the time, you know, it might have cost dad five bucks for a pack of cards or whatever, right? So he would do that for me, and then I'd, you know, look at the cards. And then eventually I started getting more and more. Then I started going to the tables and actually wheeling and dealing. So I used to, like, trade in cards, sell cards, uh, do all that stuff. Um, so, you know, I'd probably take the same route my son. My son does have some Pokemon cards now, um, but they were from... The, like the dollar store and stuff like you can get 
like little packs. So Kayla would buy him a treat at the dollar store and he picked those. He loves Pokemon now. So he's hardcore about Pokemon. Uh, so what I'm going to do this year is I'm going to take him out yard sailing with me. And whenever I would go yard sailing, there are kids that are just selling buckets of cards and fucking shit. Right. And for super cheap. So I'll take him out there and he can, you know, get cards that way. Um, but same thing. What, like what Adam said is I'm going to make it so that he does things around the house to like earn sort of an allowance or when you really call it an allowance, but more so earn the privilege to be able to go and get something. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty stern Kayla, Kayla, on the other hand, she's around Kai much more than I am. She's, you know, she deals with him a lot more than I do. So she gets bullied around a little bit more. I don't really want to use the term bullied, but like Kai can get away with a lot more with her than what he can with me. And so like, you know, I'm the guy that's like, Kayla will be like, Hey, I'll tell your father. Right. Type thing. Right. Cause he can, he gets away with more and she allows things for me. I'm much harder. So I want him to earn the things that he gets opposed to being given stuff to give stuff. My son's being a dick and he does things like he's, he's four years old. So like, he's obviously going to make mistakes and cross boundaries and stuff. I'm not like a super, I'm not like a fucking drill sergeant by any means, but like if he's having meltdowns and, and he's, he's going crazy and it's a little bit more normal, he won't get nothing. You don't get to go yard sailing with me. You don't get to go get your Pokemon cards or go get a toy. But if you're a good kid for the most part with minimal you know, moments and you're not giving sass and you're not doing all these things on a regular dude, come on, let's go, man. I'm gonna fucking take you out and we're at a yard sale. Buy what you want, son. Barter, do it. You know, come on. I'll tell, I'll show you the ropes, but he got to earn the shit. So yes, the long, long answer is he will get his, he'll get his Pokemon cards or whatever cards. If there's a fucking, uh, uh, Paul patrol cards, card set that comes out. And he wants to get into it? Sure, man. Just be a good boy to a degree and have your fun. Because I did all that shit too when I was a kid. So why not? And I get to relive my childhood a little bit, which is fun. Well, that's just it. I mean, well, for me, I mean, it's almost dangerous for me. It's not going to be dangerous for the kid. It's going to be dangerous for me. <laughs> Come on, because- son. Come on. Let's go buy some cards. Come on. You know you want it. You know you want to... A couple of packs. Come on. The kid could be like, eh, not really. I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good, Dad. Be like, no, you do. No, no, you no, you do. And then the you kid's do. opening. Whoa, 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 don't open it like that. You can't open up the pack like that. What you're not you wearing doing? gloves. You're... Holy shit, man. You almost gave me a heart attack. What are you doing? And my son don't give a fuck, bro. He'll, he'll grab a Pikachu card, and he'll, like, fucking palm it. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Let's throw him in baggies. All fucking you know, oh. all over the floor and stuff, right? So it was crazy uh, it too because I I pulled some Pokemon cards out when I was putting stuff away and I was taking pictures, posting on Twitter. And of course, it got people in the community there like diehard fucking card collectors. And I had one guy who was uh, it was you know who was literally screen grabbing, writing the value of all the fucking cards that I was posting on Twitter and putting them up. And honest to God, dude, the Pikachu ones you got to be careful of that shit, bro. Gotta, some of those Pikachu gotta. cards expensive there were some money yeah so 
Anyway, he's still he's just at that age where I don't he doesn't really understand the concept no. of like, you know, no clue. keeping things pristine. Neither did so, we really like I had mine in sli- I didn't put mine in like all of them in hard protect. They're just in regular sleeves. So my like Gen yeah. 1 Pokemon cards yeah. are like the highest PSA would be like if I was lucky in 8. 7? Yeah, maybe eight, 7. Yeah. Eight would be like, I really got lucky and the card was okay. Because I never yeah. took them out, but they're just naturally in a binder for yeah. fucking and you're 25 constantly years. Moving them over, fucking throwing the binder around, like shit's just the way, right? just the way that it goes, right? Putting but, doubles in behind and just like fucking just, like just jamming them in the there. Fucking like, card, the same one. That one sleeves like fucking half an inch yeah. thick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been there, been there, done that. So Yeah. So, but, you know, yeah, I, I I it'll be fun. I'll just have to watch myself. Because I'll be the one there, like, like I'm on crack, just buying, like... Because now I'm an adult, and I get the money now. Uh, well, I don't have the money right now. I'm actually broke as fuck. But in the future, theoretically, <laughs> I'd have the money. And I'm standing in that, that fucking that store, and all of a sudden, I come home with $500 worth of fucking cards. Whoops. Oopsie! Yep. Well, because we have five total questions, that's going to be it for this week. We're going we're gonna to head on over... I think we're going to have a lot more, though, once we release these StarCraft yes. casts. I think yes, there's probably going to be a, a, an influx. I would imagine so. I imagine the following weeks will will, will differ. Uh, I think a lot of it was probably just because it was posted before podcast day when people are used to it. And uh, and then it wasn't named tech support. Uh, but in the future, I will just go back to calling it tech support, and we'll just treat them the way that we want to treat them for uh, which ones are on the cast and which ones are, are over on the StarCraft content. Uh, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We're not doing the StarCraft stuff live. Uh, we're, well, we're technically doing it live, if you know what I mean. Just not live here. Yeah, you guys don't uh, get to watch. You guys don't get to watch. You, get, you guys get to see it as it pops up on uh, on YouTube, and so you can look forward to that. Thank you very much for, uh, for catching us this week. Uh, a little bit longer of an episode for your commute. You're welcome. We will see you guys next week and throughout this week with more fantastic uh podcast shit and then of course the starcraft which i know many of you are uh, are pretty jazzed about and so until we see you next time stay safe out there have a phenomenal weekend maybe go see some john wick in imax not Do because it. it needs to be on the big screen so much it's just the sound it's definitely Do worth it. peace peace <laughs>